Welcome to the run. That's right, folks. We're on the final countdown. It is area week. I'm one of your hosts, Clayton Tillery, along with my co-host, Zach Tyler. How's everything going this week, Zach? It's going well. Going really well. Going well. We're on a Monday night here. We are again without Scott Griffith. He's actually going to be pretty tired when he got home. We were just texting. Uh, he flew in uh, early this morning on a red eye from Hawaii after watching his sister, by the way, finishing fifth at the World Championships, Ironman World Championship. Shout out to Amy Griffith from right here in Cumming, Georgia. Amazing. You are fifth in the world at the Ironman World Championships in your age group. Seriously proud of her. But uh, he's in Portland until Thursday where he's going to take another red eye back to the East Coast and he'll be at practice Friday morning. So, guys, always uh, thank Coach Griffith for what he does for you guys. Uh, he spends a lot of time trying to invest in you guys. But again, on the final countdown here, our last regular week of the season headed to Ariat Bowling Park Speedway on Saturday morning. We're going to cover a few topics getting ready for that. We're going to talk about Mile Madness. We're going to talk about our weekend up at Pickens at the Pickin' and Grinning Invitational. I know uh, they played the banjo for the national anthem up there. <laughs> The gentleman struggled a little bit. You could tell, though, you know, when you play a banjo, that takes a lot of rhythm, and I think that's more of a a quicker type rhythm. But uh, he was definitely picking. Still pretty neat. I I, he, I think he was grinning. He had his back to me. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, real quick, um, John Green, a little alumni update this past weekend. 25-25 in Evansville, Indiana. Second on his team. They're having a great season. It's good seeing him being a big-time contributor to Lipscomb's team. And then uh, uh, Liz Galarza, 21-41 for 6K, six on Georgia Tech's team, which is now nationally ranked in the top 25. They have a very good chance of making the big dance this year for NCAAs. Really proud of how she's running. If you're wondering, folks, that equates to 549 a mile. Um, I'm not sure I could go out and run one mile at 549 right now. Me neither. So I'm pretty impressed. Uh, that's the alumni that I know about for the week. We're going to jump right into our, our review of the weekend and our overall review. Uh, Zach, tell us how you think things went up at Pickens. Well, we couldn't have had a better start to the morning with uh, without the beautiful weather. Nice and cool. It was actually really cold in the morning compared to what we've been used to. And uh, I really think that allowed us to hold things together. And uh, for me, the the biggest thing was at the end. Everybody coming in to that finish shoot was absolutely incredible. They had their form, holding it together, and they looked strong. And you can look, you can see them looking at the finish line, ready to, ready to get at it. So, congratulations, to everybody! Everybody finished, and and it was an awesome race. Yeah, I gotta say, I was pretty pleased with the new course layout. I talked to a bunch of the parents; they were pretty happy being able to see as much as they could see. You know, one of the things I took away from there, the great weather rewarded people who had worked hard with lots of PRs. Plenty of new letter earners this weekend. We were pretty excited about that. If you're wondering what's going on here, folks, my dog Derby has entered the room. And now Miles and they're wanting to be part of the podcast. Uh, not sure what kind of content they're going to bring. We're going to try to keep them calm down here. Uh, and then, you know, the biggest takeaway being the team cheering on the team. Yeah, uh, I was really excited about how people will return out. 
be down that long home stretch, running back and forth from about the 800 meter to go to like 200 meters to go right there, just uh, out from the starting line by the ball fields. Uh, really enjoy when you guys invest in each other. And to be honest, it makes our jobs easier as coaches. Uh, sometimes we can just be seen as coaches and adults trying to get you to do something that we believe is the right thing. But when your peers step out there and people you're in the trenches with and they're willing you on, that's a, that's a big difference, a big change. And a uh, great job doing that for each other. So we're going to jump right into the, the actual breakdown. We're going to flip-flop things this week. Last week I covered the girls and Zach did the boys. This week I'm going to cover the guys. So right in, right away, I'm going to jump into the boys' varsity. Uh, first race of the day, Reese Cato, 16-15. He's actually inching closer and closer. If I look at actual results here, 16-15.89. So uh, closer and closer to 16 flat. Um, he finished fourth overall. Great race at the end again. Real good drive with 800 to go. Um, our team finished second, but we finished second to the number one team ranked all classification Pope. Our, our friend over there, Kathy Monk, coaches, and uh, we talked to them before the race and after the race, and uh, you guys gave them a great run. We really challenged you to run up, see how close you could be to them, and uh, Jeremy did a great job right behind Reese, and then came Tyler Doty, and uh, right on down the line, Trent Bell, uh, and then Yash, I understand Yash had a little issue about deciding which way to go, not way to go. So uh, <laughs> Wedby had another great race this week. Voss had another great race this week. You guys were just right around 17 minutes. And then our fastest seven was closed out with Steven Graffius at 17.15 for the week. So a uh, great race by the guys. Should be a lot of confidence headed into area. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about that, so I won't jump into that too much. But uh, I think a great uh, a great week prior, seven days prior experience for our guys. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to jump in here with the Varsity Girls. Varsity Girls was led by Izzy and uh, not far off, Ava. Uh, like they, a tenth of a second <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Izzy came in tenth overall, first for our team with a 20.04.76. Ava right behind her with a 20.04.89. So incredible job, ladies. Haley in right after that with 2013. And then the Rachels, Rachel Murray and Rachel Sexton. Um, and then Hannigan. Hannigan came in here, had a great race. And uh, she was our number six girl. And here's the thing. We had from 10th place to 18th place, our top six. Yeah, you know, um, also one of the things that I saw, a couple of our buddies were in a group text with several coaches around the text. They texted and go, come on, Tyler Tillery, the best y'all can do 17 seconds on that top five spread. That was phenomenal, and that's going to show some serious strength, uh, especially come state time. Yeah, if we so. can go to state and hold that split that tight at the state meet, considering we had a couple people out this weekend, plug them back in, a couple more weeks of training, uh, we could be on the brink of something really special with our ladies. Definitely. I mean, within that spread of our top five, it was 16 seconds. So congratulations, ladies. Uh, and, you know, to finish it off, Michaela went out there in 2105. Audrey right behind her, 2108. Caroline and Zoe, great job, 2111, 2126. And Zoe ran a – she's only three seconds off her PR. Big race for her. Big so, race. That's a, that's a, she struggled a bit this season. I know 
with some issues, and uh, she's really persevered, worked hard, and we're glad to see her run that well. You know, you forgot to say one thing here. The girls won again. They did. Yep. They won the whole race. Coach, uh, Coach, Coach Griffith always says, what's better than winning? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing's better than winning. Uh, I'm going to jump in and talk about the JV boys now. Um, wow, what a solid performance by you guys. Uh, continued our winning ways. We uh, averaged 17.57. Uh, the second place team, Pote High School, number one team all class, not quite as deep as West Forsyth High School. We scored 22 points to their 48 points. We averaged 17.57 to their 18.25. I'm going to give you an idea of just how well our guys ran. We went 2, 3, 4, 5, and 8. Pope, their top two runners, 1 and 6. Johns Creek in third place, their top runner, 7th. Nobody else, no one else could put another runner in front of our 6th guy. Those three guys were the only guys that could get in there and mix us up. So uh, great job by those guys. We were led by Logan Rouse, who fought valiantly there at the end. The last 800 meters, he did everything he could to outrun that young man from uh, Pope. Yeah, it, it's it's a tough. It's, I mean, Logan, you know, I know we're family, but I've been there. <laughs> it happened to me at Region. I believe uh, I've coached that one. <laughs> yeah, and you go out there. It's hard to lead the whole race, and then somebody just sitting right on you the whole time and – and uh, then just coming off and just taking off. You have to realize, too, that is the number one ranked class for guys, um, all-class guys team. So uh, shout-out, dude. That's great. Good effort. Proud of you. But we talked about this earlier this year. We feel like we could absolutely lay claim to the deepest team, all-class, anyone, our JV guys, JV girls. Everybody's going to see just how good we are this next weekend. Yeah, definitely. You know, and uh, we're going to be right on the front of those races. Uh, we've challenged you guys and girls all weekend, all, all, all season rather, to go win those races. And uh, that's important. You know, we want to win the open races also. Uh, we want to win everything we can and be the absolute best we can. And uh, by running as a team in each race, it'll show our depth and also show your teammates that you care about them. Zach, uh, JV Girls. JV Girls. Maybe – the most impressive performance of the day. Now I will say we won, and and what's better than winning um, is maybe winning with a perfect score. So we had Erica going out there leading us with a twenty-one oh seven. Great job, I believe that's a big PR for her. Um, running her way onto the state team, running oh, her way yeah. into the top twelve, and she looked strong the whole time. I was even sitting there trying to like eyes up. Didn't you have to say anything? She did that solo. She did From that. like about 800 meters in, she took control of that race and was on a mission. She, yeah, she was completely tunnel visioned, nothing around her, and you, it, it was plain as day. Um, followed up with Reagan, 21-41. Hannah Tillery, by the way, great race. This is uh, 22 flat. Um, and then Jenna Shade, uh, 22-15. And Mallory Luskis, glad to have her back. Really good to see her run. Absolutely. Uh, with a 22 lead, 25. Leader of the team yeah. in the top 15 at state last year. She's fought some injuries this year. It's really good to see her healthy. Um, yeah, good to see my daughter run well there. I'll be honest, I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to see Hannah even race this year. And uh, to work as hard as she has, definitely proud as a coach, not, you know, definitely as a father, but as a coach, definitely really proud of her for working hard. I've had several of our athletes this year, just really battle issues and you persevered 
And those kinds of lessons are going to carry you through life. So um, kudos to her. Kudos to all the other girls that are working hard. Uh, Zoe, Caroline Ashby's battled a lot of stuff this year and over the years. Uh, there's just a number of you that have battled little nagging things, and we're really proud of all of you. Even if I don't mention your name right here, know that we are proud of you and we do notice it. Yeah. And, you know, a couple of other big shout-outs for that JV race. Um, Elise, Emma, Britton, and Alex, y'all had a heck of a race. I mean, y'all came out heck and y'all yeah. showed up. I mean, I was super proud of y'all, seeing y'all come through. Britton, I remember shouting at you, shouting, out, shouting at you and – you're just like, thank you, you know, sitting there like, what? And you PR'd, um, uh, big PR. <laughs> by, by over three minutes, that, that's yeah. pretty good PR. It was great to see Emma with a finishing kick, the way she kicked out there. It was just really cool to see her I, I told Emma, Emma's, Emma's my neighbor. We actually vacationed with her family a few weeks ago, and I kind of joked with her. I'm like, hey, that's the first time I've seen you actually run all year, which is, mm-hmm. is great. I'm glad she felt healthy enough to do that. You know, I was really impressed uh, back there with Alex sharp yeah looked great running strong um i know the weather helped everybody this weekend mm-hmm. you know i talked to a couple of parents earlier in the week i'm like man we're really gonna fly this weekend weather number one indicator how well you run there was still a hill in the course this week yeah not much altitude change at all on that course but still a hill in that course um still a pretty fast course um but not going to be as fast as this week no no so icus for the week zach all right. <laughs> I got Addie Licati. She has overcome mono this season and did everything she could, all the appropriate things. And that whole weekend before the, the race, she was sitting there, you know what it is? Today's a good day to let her. And I just kept telling her that too. Every time I saw her, hey, good day to PR, good day to let her. Let's do it. And I don't even know if she really listened to me. She was so focused on just being able to get out there on that race. She was super pumped, super excited. And I went out there, and I, I was trying, trying to find her, and I thought I, I, I was like, I either missed her or she hasn't come yet, and I was worried that she hasn't come yet, and so I was like, but I had to get to my next spot. I get to my next spot, and I barely made it to the next spot to even see her. She was that far ahead of what I thought she would be at, and went out there and lettered. Super proud of you. You know, I think the appropriate thing there, Zach, is, is you talked about having the patience, doing the appropriate things, and taking her time, getting back to where she needed to be. Yes. The patience with the workouts. I know that you came to us every afternoon, Coach, what should I do today? You didn't frown upon it. You did it. You trusted the process. So we're always very happy to see that. My ICU is real easy this week. Jared Garrett, uh, dude, super proud of you. I saw you after the race. Gave you a big hug. You've been working really hard. You came close a couple times. You didn't let it get you all frustrated i saw you working hard in the workouts i've run with you guys lately 1857 more importantly just an incredible last 1k of that race working hard knowing you had to go in early knowing you know you had to grind that last bit um just super proud to see you uh, break that barrier folks if you don't know coaching wise we enjoy that the most of anything we get to do is seeing you guys and girls succeed. And uh, Jared, I was extremely pleased that day and uh, very happy and content to see you run that well. So uh, great job. Really proud of you. Uh, that kind of wraps up the racing for the weekend there that, that we had. So let's move forward a little bit. Uh, 
You, you know, before we wrap this up, Zach, I think you got a quote of the day. <laughs> yes. So sitting out there getting ready for the races and uh, some of our guys are petting this dog. There's a ton of dogs out there and we have a couple of our guys petting these, this dog and, and I see Ben Griffith. Ben Griffith comes over there and he's just like, man, I want to pet that puppy. And I was just like, well, here's your chance. And he looked at me square in the eyes and he goes, coach, I don't do puppies. I'm in race mode. <laughs> <laughs> race mode, folks. There you have it. Quote of the day. Hey, uh, family of the week, the Dodies. Uh, man, that guy may have logged more miles than I did Saturday. Every time I see him, he's running by with a camera in his hand, uh, running around, taking pictures for you guys, fully committed to our program, was out there for every single race, same amount of effort for every single race, volunteers his time to take pictures. He knows every last kid's name. Cheers mm-hmm. for him. He came by. He's like, hey, did you see... You know, so-and-so at the end of the race. I believe he's talking about Anthony Simon's finish uh, this past year. He's like, man, it was really good. He picked it up. He was passing kids. And, uh, you know, if we're out at a long run on Saturdays, you know where you'll find him most days? Out running with us on the trails. Yeah. So, uh, hey, just the Doties, you guys are appreciated. Uh, Mr. Doty, we definitely appreciate your time, uh, what you bring to our program, the time that you volunteer. Um, just appreciate you. So that's our family of the week. And also, always thank the tent crew. World famous. World famous. You walk into that tent, things are done. You don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. Trust me, for the last three years, I've had to do everything working at Point because it's a small program, and I don't want the kids to be doing that kind of stuff. And But sometimes you just have to. Sometimes you have to wear all the hats. And uh, thankfully, with our program, we've come a long ways, and... Uh, it's awesome being able to have people that can uh, come alongside you and help you out where uh, you need to get help at. So thank you for everything that you do. And everybody else, thank them too when you see them. Absolutely. Uh, so our next meet is our final final regular season meet. Saturday, October 20th, the Arab meet at Bowling Park over in Canton, Georgia. 8.30 a.m. is going to be the JV girls. That's our top 10 JV girls. 905 will be JV Boys. That is the top 10 JV Boys. Varsity this week is just seven athletes per school. So that race is actually going to look pretty small from the outside. Uh, 9.40 a.m. will be Varsity Girls. 10.15 a.m. will be Varsity Boys. Here's where you qualify for state. You have to be inside the top six teams. I'll tell you, we're pretty solid. We should do pretty well. This shouldn't be a big issue for us. Um... We do train through this meet a bit with our varsity kids. Um, We do try to taper off. To be honest, I kind of hate the word taper more peak because if you taper too much, taper meaning you bring down mileage, you bring down the stressors of training, um, you can actually detrain. So we had a little workout today with some stressors. We'll throw a little bit more at it on Wednesday. We'll have some striders on Friday. It's going to be a pretty normal week for them. Uh, they've been recovering all season and running well off what we've been throwing at them as far as training plans. So I don't think that's going to change a whole lot. Um, so yeah, we need to be in the top six teams there. Uh, we're looking to win the other races. I'll be honest, JV races and the open races, we want the dub. Yeah. Especially over our county rivals and area rivals and region rivals. We want everybody to know what our program's about and where we're going. And that we are elite. So, uh, we're going to, I feel pretty good about those races. 
And then, again, on the varsity side, we want to finish as high as we can, but more importantly, it's about punching our ticket, moving on, and being ready to run as well as we can at state. Uh, nutrition tip of the week. Uh, we got an email about this a few weeks ago. We started adding this. So talk a little bit about pre-race eating. Hopefully, you've been working on this, and you understand that it's very individualistic. What I might want to eat for a morning in, uh, meal prior to a race will be different from what, say, Zach will uh, what we will sit down and eat the morning of an Ironman will be very different from what we sit down the morning of a 5K or the very the morning of a... Yeah, <laughs> uh, if I'm going to get up and, and do a super long race, uh, I know Ironman Arizona in 2011, I got up and had grits and bacon and eggs and pancakes. That was like my last free round of fuel for the day before I went on liquids for a 10-hour race. Fortunately, that day about nine and a half um, versus if you're going to run a 5K... Um, you definitely don't need that much food on your stomach. Yeah, I usually just get maybe apple, banana, yeah, or, and I, with a granola bar or something like maybe that. Maybe something with a little protein so, in it, definitely, um, so you don't feel too hungry. Absolutely. And then the timing of that is the next thing I want to talk about. Um, you've got to time that out, how far out from your race that you like to eat. I find it easiest for me to eat when I first get up. I don't, yes. That's not too far so, away. Yeah. It's within two hours of my race, three hours of my race. I tend to find the closer I get to the race, the more nervous I get, the harder it is to put it down a mill. Uh, funny story here real quick. Uh, Coach, uh, Zach, myself, Coach Jordan, John, and uh, Coach Travis Gower from Walton High School all did Ironman Arizona back two years ago. And we're sitting in the lobby of the hotel eating breakfast at about 3.45 in the morning. And Travis is sitting over there just like barely nibbling on this like bagel and it took him probably 35 minutes to put down this bagel he's like i know i need to eat i'm just not hungry and uh sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do the further away from your race you can eat the better off i think you am but you've gotta you've gotta time that up and almost the and the amount that you eat so hopefully you've been taking some time to individually work on that we still have a few days here i wouldn't do anything crazy experimenting but uh with the morning practices we have over the next few days Definitely just fine-tune. Take it in, train the body, give it the right amount of time, the right amount, just to reassure in your mind what you got going on there. So that's our pre-race eating nutritional tip of the week. Uh, Wednesday, October the 24th will be our final full team practice of the season. Uh, We expect everyone there. Wolverine Stadium, 7 p.m. You all know it. You all love it. Mile madness when we say everybody we mean everybody we mean Bring everybody's mom, welcome dad, we are uncle we're we, you're your aunt aunt myrtle from west virginia as coach <laughs> griffith likes to say uh there's a heat for everyone the first five heats will be staged on estimated mile pr times we have some pretty good charts that'll tell us based off your 5ks you run especially some of the courses we run we're gonna have some pretty good data uh so We'll put that out there. We'll line up the heats, the first five. It'll go from slowest to fastest. Usually our varsity guys run at the very end. It's good confidence to end the season with. You can also compare it from year to year. I was talking to Trent Bell on the ride over to Sawney Mountain Park today on the bus, and he was talking about, well, I haven't done this for a couple years. Coach Griffith has a spreadsheet for everything, and he'll have what you ran in past years there. Uh, so we're really looking forward to that. Parents, the last heat of the night is the open heat. Uh, you're more than welcome to come out. 
Get on the track. Run with us. My mom, I think, is even going to be doing this. That's right. So Lisa Tyler, cancer might, survivor, might be out there. No, no her. reason why any of us shouldn't do it then. Correct. That's right. That's right. So uh, yeah, mark your calendars. Next Wednesday night, everybody arrive at the stadium at seven p.m. We're going to have some music going. There's one very important rule, though. If you come to watch, nobody is allowed to sit in the stands. We want everybody down on the track and being loud, down on the field, running around, going crazy, cheering each other on. It's a lot of fun being on the track under the lights. And uh, parents, don't be afraid to go out and uh, run the open open mile. It's just a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. I believe uh, Scott Frederick, one of our co-coaches from Swimming's, had son Cooper Frederick on the team. He showed up in a shark suit last year. <laughs> I'm rolling down the back straightaway, and he comes out. From the bathrooms in a shark suit. Uh, by the way, I think he ran like 6.45 in that shark suit. That was pretty impressive. So, yeah, uh, last weekly session of The Run, our podcast. We're going to keep doing these uh, all the way through probably Foot Locker, which is Thanksgiving weekend. We're going to get some information out about that. Throw one more event out to you guys next weekend on Saturday evening, October the 27th, in The Remind. It's been our annual pumpkin carving and Uncle Shuck's corn maze trip so if you need to look into the remind everybody has a good time it, somehow it wound up at my house last year i believe it's going to wind up at my house again this year so we'll have a little dinner for you here you guys will bring your pumpkins in and we'll set everything up in the uh probably in the cul-de-sac there's nobody living in the cul-de-sac yet so we'll let you guys carve pumpkins and then everybody carpools up to dawsonville and uh heads knuckle shucks corn maze and has a good time that night it's a good team building uh, activity. Everybody seems to have a good time doing that together. So Instagram, WFHSXC, we're starting to put a lot of content on there. Hope you're enjoying those pictures. Twitter, WFHSCC. The Remind, at K6H7A. Sorry about that, at K6H7A. Uh, the podcast is The Run. Subscribe and like it. We're going to try to expand the uh, venues that you can go to and get this. I really like to get it over on Spotify if we can, but we're, we're pretty happy just getting it to iTunes and sending out a link and the fact that we can get that going. Our podcast email, WFHSpodcast at gmail.com. Athletes, get good rest this week. Be ready to race for each other. Bring your best efforts. Bring your best attitudes. I promise you it'll always be worth it. We're going to close out with a team song from one of my favorite teams, the A-Team. We'll see you next week.